0: Hey there everybody and welcome to another sports, sports Sports Podcast I'm Joel Anderson And joining us as always is the sports outsider Phil Ranta Jordan's being all Hollywood Yeah, Jordan. Jordan is not here right now Yeah and I do have to admit, though, uh, we were awfully hard in Jordan a few weeks ago when he uh, did not speak into his microphone. Yeah, I did a poor job. Yeah, I did a real poor job. But mm. then we, doofuses that we are, all three of us did that last week. So yeah. brilliant podcast uh, on the whole. Let's see who who did we have on? LeBron James. Oh yeah, he uh, was, was a good. guest. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was right. on here. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. told us the real secret to scoring in hockey. We had Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Yeah. Uh, Rose, like we 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 had a a you know uh, what do you call him like uh, a fortune seance. teller? Yeah, contact him from the dead I and am. he told us amazing things. Unfortunately, we just did not speak into the microphone. Right, yeah. And so all, you at home, you're gonna, you, you missed all of it. would have made a great sitcom, though, because at the very end, I pulled up the wire that wasn't connected to the computer and went, yeah. oops-a-daisy! Yep, yep, that yeah. was. And then I think both Jordan and I were, were very upset. Right, but <laughs> Bo Jackson was laughing pretty hard, so yeah, that's he, the important thing. He was. Yeah. And if, uh, and you know, Bo... Bonus courts. That's true. So what do we <laughs> got on the show this week? Oh, we got a big show this week. Yeah, uh, Nat Spigman going to be in the show. Oh yeah, CEO of Cloudb. CEO clune Yeah. Uh, and CFO, c B- bunch of O's. Yeah, he's yeah. uh he's our kind of resident Silicon Valley tech investor, he entrepreneur, yep. founder, and startup. I I guess the uh the uh, the kids aren't playing sports no more. Oh, organized sports on the decline. Oh, wow, that's too bad. I used to play organized sports as a kid. And look at me now, Mom. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I was never a particularly good athlete, but I always played organized sports. Sure, sure. I think they were an important part of my development. You bet. As a person. That's important. Uh, But yeah, apparently, I guess it was like 29% as recently as 2001. And it's uh, uh, more recently about yeah. like 21% of kids. Yeah. Yeah, precipitous, precipitous drop. Yeah, and, it's like it's like one in five. Yeah. More than one in five kids should be participating in some sort of sport. Well, maybe Nat Spigman can turn it around. Here's hoping. Nat yep. Spigman's always full of ideas. Right, sure. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what they are. Yeah, uh, and then I believe uh, between that and news, 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 we have nothing else on no, the we've show. we got a wide world in sport. goddamn right uh, we do. It's going to be fantastic. It's I'm, a weird... I'm, Wide and world. looking at the wi- schedule. wide world. In, I don't see where it is on the schedule, though. The wide world of weird sports? It's right at the right before the outro. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right where yep. it always is. Okay. All right. Yeah. America's favorite segment. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, but before that, LeBron James update, watch, update. LeBron James update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors today, today, today. Uh so LeBron James, newly minted Laker, here in Tinseltown. Hey, doing Hollywood, all the stuff. California. Holly Weird is more like it. Yeah, facing a real issue here. Okay. Headline from USA Today. LeBron James has no clue how to address Los Angeles Lakers coach Lo- Luke Walton. Uh oh. Yeah. Trouble in Paradise. And and before you're you're starting here, you might thinking, oh he's going over to a dinner party at Luke Walton's and he doesn't know where Luke lives. Yeah, that's tough. Incorrect. This oh. is a matter of, of formal address between two colleagues. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, so what, he doesn't know if to call him sir or coach or dude? Exactly. Or, yes, right. uh, LeBron James and Luke Walton were in the same 2003 NBA draft class with an 18-year-old James going number one overall to the Cleveland Cavaliers and a 23-year-old Walton being selected 32nd overall wow, what a geezer, to the Los huh? Angeles what Lakers. An old man. Right? Yeah. yeah, five years older than uh, than his star player. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, much has changed in the last 15 years uh, as Walton has now progressed to being the Lakers head coach and James has become one of the greatest players of all time sure uh, since joining the La- Lakers James revealed that the player coach dynamic has stumped him early on when it comes to how to address Walton why because he has no respect for him yeah, yeah no, nor, sh- nor should he AJ, ain't nothing but a number what, what could Luke Walton possibly bring to this relationship that LeBron James doesn't Already have. Uh, The last name that's the same as the CEO of Walmart? (laughs) That's Uh, pretty big. That's one thing. Yeah. Although I believe he's actually Bill Walton's son. uh, Okay. Famous basketball player. Ah. At this point, Jordan would be agreeing with me. Were he here? But he's not. So you're just looking at me blankly because you have no idea who Bill Walton is. I'm a sports outsider. (laughs) Is he Sam Walton's kid? Sam Walton, founder of Walmart. Nope. Bill Walton, okay. uh, who actually my dad uh, used to smoke pot with one of the Walton kids. Really? Yeah, hey. like way back in the day. Nice. So, there we go. Yeah. We're little, breaking news here. This there's is a, a little family lore. Yeah. I, I don't know if I should have broken that news. And I couldn't tell you which Walton. But, there we go. Uh, but so it goes. Well, let, let the murder on the Orient Express style <laughs> mystery begin. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, Since joining the Lakers, uh, yeah, so uh, I've called him Coach a couple of times, and I've called him Luke a couple of times, and he hasn't said anything. James explained in a recent episode of HBO's The Shop, which he co-produces, Okay, and I'm like, what should I, what do you want me to call you? Like, I need to know. I need to know this. Hmm. Now, it's cute that James is indicating that this is an especially important thing for him to figure out. He could go with turd burger yeah what are they gonna do fire him (laughs) yeah uh uh, scrawny mclittle white guy right yeah what whatever he wants to call him believe you me this is not a situation where the quote-unquote superior in this situation is is the guy who's gonna stay while the player gets canned you just call him poop nugget which is really the greatest insult that you could call a man because not only are you calling him poop you're it's a diminutive phrase right you're calling him like a not like significant a poop. amount yeah, of exactly. Poop. Yeah, exactly. Like a big pile of turds. Like those, at least you're big. Those little ones where you're just sort of like, nah, I should have just waited another couple hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get this thing brewing. Yeah, this was this was pointless. This right. is just going to be another tough small poop later. Yeah, totally. Wait and have one big one that just goes right out. That's, 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 that's my plan, plan. always. Uh, James said that it's not just the five-year age gap that he and Walton have that's thrown him in the name game conundrum. Cavs coach Tyron Lou is only 41 and preferred to be addressed by his name, but James, um, uh oh, <laughs> but you James the spot in your said uh, no. My my phone goes to sleep very fast. Ah, uh, James said he called Lou coach and always felt hard pressed to show the utmost respect for the man with the clipboard.
1: But now uh, he's not
0: showing respect for the new man with the clipboard. Yeah. Well, also. That's complete nonsense. Yeah. I think we, even you, the sports outsider, are aware of that because we've covered it before. Oh, yeah. he treats, He treats his coaches like shit because he's like uh, the coach. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, Tyron Lue, not, not an especially well-recognized uh, coach. Sure. Except for being the coach of LeBron James. Yeah. But LeBron... Decided to lay it on thick here. Now, they don't say whether or not he was issuing this with very dry sarcasm. Okay. But that's how I'm choosing to read it. Okay. Oh, for me, you're my coach. And I always feel like there's a hierarchy to that, Yeah, James said. Sounds sarcastic. Yeah, I'm the player and you're the coach. So, it's like the respect factor. Did he say... Did he do air quotes when he said respect? You know, again, USA Today does not specify that. But again, I... I would have to assume that each one of these statements was, you know, uh, 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 let in with an enormous eye roll and a right. sigh. I can followed only by imagine, yeah. That would make more oh, sense. Oh, yeah. We were really concerned with the hierarchy in Cleveland. Oh, my coach is more important than me. Yeah. I mean, I really, really want to make sure he feels respected. There's because no I in team. <laughs> And there's no I in coach. True. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. Jimmy Butler just has too much truth. Take it away to Margaritaville, Butler. (laughs) Yes, indeedy. Uh, So on Wednesday, I think this might have been last Wednesday, but uh, Minnesota Timberwolves guard Jimmy Butler sat down for an interview with ESPN's Rachel Nichols. To discuss, uh, I really got to keep my thumb on the screen here, (laughs) to discuss uh, returning to practice, his relationship with head coach Tom Thibodeau, and his uh, future with the organization. Uh, And so we're just going to hit some highlights uh, from the the interview itself, and they have printed a full transcript here. You know how sometimes there's an interview where everyone's like, whoa, holy crap, and they're just like... Here's the transcript. Yeah, like we're not we're not even going to hide anything. If I may, Joel, yeah. you have chosen two stories for today, and both have to do with the uh, the relationship of a player and their coach. They do. How's everything at home? <laughs> it's, it's it's going okay. I okay. guess I guess at the moment I'm having a little trouble. I'm. Maybe not feeling like I respect my coach. Oh, that, much. that might be why. Yeah, yeah that yeah, makes sense. Definitely. Though. You I know, think, I expected this to have a little more subtext, yeah. but all right, that's cool. In part because, like, I'm not on a basketball team, so I'm like, that makes it really okay, hard to yeah, respect your coach. free throws and running suicides would make sense in other contexts. Yeah, I think that that's just a homeless person who yells at you to run, <sighs> run, run. You know, Phil. Now that you're saying that, a lot of other things are starting to fit in yeah. to that context and yeah. make a lot more sense. It's like the end of Usual suspects. Yeah, like I was like, it seems really unprofessional for him to keep asking me to buy him beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And heroin. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it goes. But sure. Uh, from from what I gather, sure. <laughs> Jimmy Butler uh showed up at a Timberwolves practice uh and decided to go ahead and be brutally honest about the nature of his relationship with the team and just how good he thought the team was and how good he thought the team could be Mm -hmm. and how he thought the reason why there was a gap between those two things was because everybody else didn't try hard. Oh, I like like honesty, but that sounds like it's a little too brutal. Sounds like a dick move. Apparently, he followed this up by beating the starters in a scrimmage with all of the bench players from his team. Wow. Which He's, is one of those moments good. where you're like, wow, at first you're like, what a dick. Why would you do that to your coworkers? But then it's like, oh, but right. then he like mopped the floors with them. Right. It's kind of like if you go to, if you work at McDonald's and nobody else is doing any work and then they yell at him and then they he literally mops the floors with them. Yeah. And and here's the real thing. This interview with Rachel Nichols happens like the same day as said practice. Okay. Yeah. So this is a juicy. Yeah. Uh, Rachel asks, how would you describe what happened today? Butler, a lot of it's true. A lot of it, it is true. But you got to think, I haven't played basketball in so long, and I'm so passionate, and I love the game, and I don't do it for any other reason except to compete and go up against the best and try and prove I can hang. And money. Yeah. I I mean, mean, but but, but he turned down like a four-year, $110 million contract with the Timberwolves. Really? Yes. He... Did. Oh, never mind. Maybe he does do it yeah. for the love of the game. Uh, and for those who are listening at home who are not familiar with the NBA, the Timberwolves are not good, nor, I believe, have they ever been good. Yeah. I, I don't know it. if they've ever been average. I think they've always been bad. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, that's uh, my love of the game. That's raw me. Me at my finest. Me at my purest. That's what you're going you're gonna to get inside the lines. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Famous ESPN show called Outside the Lines. I wonder if that was his little little ah, he was, yeah. brand little brand integration there. Uh Butler, I think I was honest. Was I brutally honest? Yes. Yeah, that wall very <laughs> he's being brutally honest about being brutally honest. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I'm not gonna take it as offense. It's not personal. Jimmy, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you're probably right. And I would have said I ain't hooped, and I don't know how long. I'm passionate about it. I love the game, and I love to win. Uh, I like the worst the the use of hooped as a verb. Yeah, right. I feel like that's very like '90s slang. Hooped. Yeah. And hang. I hooped. He wants to see if he can hang. I was watching the show Hanging with Mr. Cooper, wherein he hooped. I like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Old Hooper Cooper. Right. The Pooper Scooper. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh butler but i was seeing red whatever color was in front of my eyes i was it was emotion it was passion that's what it was and to tell you the truth this is the truth (laughs) i didn't go at those two one of them came at me one of them came at me and i just uh which one cat cat came at me uh and this is what they call the coach whose initials are k-a-t ah uh So, Cat came at him and was just like, you're not working hard. He's like, nobody's working hard. We're up in practice, and he said, anybody can get this work. I said, do it to me. That's all I said. I said, every time I get switched out in you, uh, you pass it. So, uh, anybody can get this work. That's not true. What, as a professional basketball player? Yeah, nobody can get that work. That's a pretty limited number of people who can get that work. I don't right. know, have you ever been in that situation where you're playing like a pickup game of basketball and that guy shows up where he's like, oh yeah, well I sat the bench in a, a D2 team in college right. and you're just sort of like, oh, so you're not that good. And then he's like amazing. Yeah. Like he's the best basketball player you've ever been in the presence of and you're a Life. i know what that feels like because i worked as a professional improv comedian and there were times <laughs> where i was like you know there's probably only like 200 people in the world that are currently working as a professional improv comedian right yeah now. it's kind of like me making the nba without the money or glory <laughs> yeah there's there's differences so when there was an audience that was like you suck i'm like yeah well i'm one of the best i so. think a lot more people play basketball than do improv uh that's that's fair so it's the, you know, you you were the... <laughs> so it takes less quality to get higher up is what you're saying. Yeah. I okay. think if, if there were millions of dollars for paid improvisers, it yeah. would be a much more competitive atmosphere. Oh, sure. If it was like yeah. eSports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sure. Totally. And I feel like same deal. Anytime I've ever tried to play like Call of Duty online... It's it's a lot of eight year olds killing me yeah. inside of like four seconds, and they have the best swear words. <laughs> They've yes. got the best swear words. They have learned them recently, and yeah. they're out to debut they're using them a lot. Uh, among the other things they reveal, apparently he uh, he ordered lunch midway through. Okay, uh, so while they were scrimmaging, turned to like a team assistant, got like a salad with some fish. I think they said it was okay. That's a good. And lunch. then immediately sank a three pointer in somebody's face. Wow. Yeah. Multitasking—that's great. He's yeah. Make so, a good if you're stooge. if you're wondering who crushed the spirit of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Butler did it. Whoa. Joining us on the podcast, uh, one of our our uh, repeat guests, uh big friend of the podcast, Nat Spigman. Hey, guys, it's me, Nat Spigman, hey there, the CEO, Nat. CTO, CBO, BBDO, and CLMNO of Clune. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what those last two are. They're, they're real titles. They're yep. titles that can be written into a charter that would How- be used for the board to Hi. raise a company valuation of 36 trillion dollars yeah, on paper That just that seems really unlikely higher than the GDP of almost all countries combined yep uh yeah I think that's probably true I think yeah. if you knock out the live uh, the top I don't know 15 or 20 countries by GDP you might you might be up there with the, the rest combined Joel I've got a question for you yeah go for did it did you see the recent hit documentary about Clune? I, I did not was it's called a- pivot your way to the top oh <laughs> uh, it's about my meteoric rise Boy, I I hate to quibble with the title here, but pivot implies a lack of of movement beyond a rotation. No, all all pivoting is is movement. No, nah, I mean yes, but not. You're you're in the same place and facing a different direction. That's sort of what pivot implies. That's why people talk about it when their company pivots. It's not that they're moving forward. It's that they're changing. Direction. No, no, no. I'm moving forward. As you know, Clune has cornered many businesses. But got to keep upgrading. I, I, I know that Klune Elon has... Musk sells flamethrowers. We've done everything from selling rocks to doing the shortest form, short form sport in the world. Yes, I I remember these. Yeah, uh, they were dubious pitches. But uh, you guys are at no shortage of ideas. I'll oh say yeah. That. Well, we're a, we're an idea factory, right? So what is Clune pivoting to now? Well, we just pivoted the other day when I caught an article in the Washington Post that said. You sports are struggling with dropping participation. Yeah, and that's a real bummer. More kids should be out in the sun and the rain and whatever weather it is playing sports. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know me as an entrepreneur on the level of Gary V. I I mean, he's a little lower than me, but on the level of Gary who's, V. Who's Gary Vee? Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> he uh, is very well known in the entrepreneur community, Joel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. As somebody on his level, I, I take a step back, and I look I at mean, the whole again, market I, to I, I solve the problem. I don't know who Gary Vee is, but I don't think you're on his level. Uh, Elon Musk. That's, I I'm do like, know I'm, who that is. I'm like is. an Elon you're Musk. definitely not but on But mostly his level. just the flamethrower division. Why? Because that was awesome. Yeah. All right. So I took a step back and said, hey, kids aren't playing sports. Okay. What are kids playing? A lot of video games. A lot of video games, yeah. right? That's why Clune today is announcing their new sport of the future, Sport night. Sport night. It's like Fortnite meets the Aaron Sorkin hit television show Sports Night. Put them together. Sport night. It is interesting there. You ha- you have taken one uh, enormously popular cultural reference. Yeah. And you've crossed it with one... Arguably niche at best. In title only. Reference. It's like it's the Aaron Sorkin only. show in title only. This then is one, sport night. One wonders why you even mentioned it. This but. is the sport of the future, Joel. You know okay. why? Because it involves physical activity. Okay. It involves sweat breaking activity. It involves. <laughs> nail-biting activity yeah you've, you've involves involves a lot of activity. weight losing activity all of these things are great you you can probably loop in michelle obama and her play 60 uh, campaign yeah i could yeah so what uh t- t- you know t- she stole that idea from me that was uh, one of the one of the concepts we pursued for a while at clune how, how are you going to make money off of kids playing uh how are we not going to make money off kids <laughs> playing that's all the whole toy industry i'm sorry i i don't want a tangent here Please tell me uh, what are the rules of Sport Night? How All do you right. play? So it's a great sport. All right, it starts by having kids play Fortnite. Okay, that's the base. That's the broth of the soup. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's, kids already love sports. Kids already though. love sports. Uh, Fortnite. So oh, Fortnite. I, I feel yeah. like you're you're so you're, got you're right on board. Uh, before we started, you've you've definitely keyed on something that's going to allow you Absolutely. to capture the attention of the youth. All right, but this is this is the difference. So they're playing standing up with rolling desks. That's step one. Okay. So rolling desks. Yeah. So they actually have to move around their desks around the court. Well, they're playing Fortnite on their okay. laptop computers. Okay. Oh, I, I thought you played Fortnite in like an Xbox thingy. Oh, you can, but you can play it on a PC or Mac too. Oh, okay. Free right. right. to download, Joel. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> it's I'll a free to, to a download shot. game. Right. Drake plays it. Are you yeah. saying you're better than Drake? Uh, no, certainly not at most. You things. had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some things I'm better at. Drake. Kids at. are playing Fortnite. Okay. On rolling around desks. Okay. On a basketball court. Okay. All right. uh, I mean it this just I mean, uh, it I don't it it really just sounds like you've added a couple of layers of complexity to Fortnite. At any time, one person has to be dribbling a ball. There's two teams split in half. Okay. While they're playing Fortnite trying to shoot a ball in the hoop. So when so, they get it in, it's two points. Unless they're behind the three pointed line. <laughs> that's, and it's three points. Okay. That's, they have to be dribbling. If they stop dribbling, they have to pass it or shoot. So really, it's it's basketball with desks. Of no, Fortnite. it's Fortnite. It's not like basketball. <laughs> it's Fortnite. Uh, you know I mean, why? When they make a basket, they get a chance for an extra point. Uh, okay, so that's not exactly like basketball. Yeah, that's more like football. No, it's more like Sport Night. <laughs> and then at the at the end of each quarter, there's five quarters. Oh, At okay. the end of each quarter, they shouldn't be called quarters if there's five of them. The end of each quarter, quintiles. There's five quintiles. They have to be playing. They have to be playing Fortnite with one hand, swinging with a home run derby in the other hand. <laughs> How many one-handed home runs? That's these right. And each hit? home run that they get, thirty points. Because it's very okay. hard to do. Yeah, one-handed. It's yeah. extremely difficult. And every <clears throat> time they win a battle royale in Fortnite, ten points. Okay I I don't know what a battle royale in Fortnite is. So every time they win, they they win a round in Fortnite, 10 points. Okay. So there's Home Run Derby. It's extra points like football. It's dribbling and shooting like basketball. It's playing Fortnite like Fortnite. Welcome to Sport Night. Couldn't you just <laughs> ignore that's the theme song of Sports Night? Couldn't you just ignore the Fortnite entirely? No, because the kids nothing. love Fortnite, Joel. That's what's bringing the kids to the table. They're already playing Fortnite. Oh, imagine this, Joel. Oh, I'm sitting at home. I'm a fat kid. Oh, my belly is hurting because it's protruding so much over my fat, 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 fat waist. I don't feel like this is really going to attract that many kids. Oh, but... what's this? I can lose weight and not stop playing Fortnite? <laughs> and get good at baseball, football, and basketball all at the same time? I don't think you're going to get good, to good at Welcome to of Sports these. Night. Casey, Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> characters <laughs> from Sports Night. Okay. Uh, I think you've really just sort of thrown the rules of a few different sports together and thrown in Fortnite in, in a really... Joel, there's no original ideas effort. anymore, Joel. <laughs> uh, the, uh, evolution is the mother of invention. Certainly not at Clune, there aren't. Oh, Joel, come on. That's a low blow. That was a low blow, and I'm not going to take it. I'm I, I'm a little sorry about that, but I just I don't envision a lot of kids confusing their Fortnite Oh, like you know this. what? I just got a uh, text from Epic Games. Yeah. Uh, the makers of Fortnite. They're yeah. actually going to sue us if we keep going with sport Yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable yeah. because, I mean, it sounds like their game is... Well, it's a is... good thing. I just texted back that we pivoted again. Oh, what if, what if you pivoted to? Uh, Call of Duty Sports Edition. I. Don't... It's going to be the wave of the future, Joel. Okay, well, thanks for coming on. I'm rich. Ned. Yeah. Bye, Kloon. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. It's World of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, LeBron James's diet. <laughs> More LeBron James, right? He's all over the place. Uh I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably pretty disciplined because yeah. LeBron James, I don't know if you've seen him with his shirt off. You probably have because uh commercials. he's frequently yeah, not wearing a yeah. shirt because of his, his athletic career. He's fucking ripped he's he's like six foot nine it looks like he's got maybe two ounces of body right. fat and his entire frame well he's word around the beast. campfire is that he plays sports for a living yeah that's uh but i don't know physical a lot of people play sports for a living and still don't look like this like right. this is this is like comic book character muscular He should play one uh so we all know lebron james is a superstar on the court so what is it that has fueled the six foot eight 250 pound athlete through four nba mvp awards from his preferred pregame meal to what a cheat day looks like for the king, we can gain some insight on the diet of the basketball legend. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> He's been known to order sixteen toppings on a pizza. Oh wow. So perhaps we'd like we'd uh we will all uh, so perhaps we're all a bit more like LeBron than we imagined. Yeah, I mean, you got all that money. Yeah. Though at a certain point, too many toppings do ruin the overall integrity of the pizza. God, I mean yeah, to me, a pizza is about the toppings. well, The cheese and the tomato sauce and the bread, decent base. Yeah. No, I, I like toppings, too. I like a lot of toppings. Yeah. But have you ever, like, gone overboard and gotten the pizza and just been like, this is just, this is non-functional? Sometimes when they have too much of a weird topping, like artichoke pizza, and I'm like, all I fucking taste is artichoke. Yeah, sometimes you'll notice that where it's just like, no, guys, like, yeah. there's no sausage. There's tons of green pepper. I right. see what you're doing here. Right. I need a even spread. And here's, here's my real pet peeve. Okay. How on earth do they get away with charging the same for all the toppings? Yeah. Sausage, sausage is, worth is worth more. <laughs> pepperoni than an onion. is meat. Onions and green peppers are dirt fucking. Onions are so cheap. And I'm paying, like, a dollar for you to put, like, a handful of onions on my pizza? I could get, like, three full onions for a dollar. I would get so many vegetables on my pizza if I didn't feel like I was getting ripped off so badly for every topping I it. Well, there you go. And uh, tomato sauce is a vegetable, according to uh, school... <laughs> derivation. so chapter one a strict off-season diet okay 2014 lebron went on a very strict off-season diet that led to weight loss for the nba star he told sports illustrated i had no sugars no dairy no carbs all I ate was meat fish veggies and fruit he doesn't think meat and fish are the same thing yeah i would agree uh that's it for 67 straight days uh, jesus that's too much I like fish like a lot, but come on. They also added a picture of a Instagram post and it says this dinner salad includes lobster, asparagus and mango chutney. So, you know, that's not a bad. Yeah. You to go on a diet, make sure you have a really good, you know, uh, yeah. personal chef. Also worth noting, vegetables and fruit are almost all carbs. Yeah. So when he says no carbs, then he says he vegetables no and fruits. Yeah. He means no gluteny carbs. Yeah. He, uh, he should say no starches. There, that's good. <laughs> he's he's just factually incorrect when he, he means says like no carbs. He means like pictures on the food pyramid of carbs. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of different types of carbohydrates. Right. Sugar is a carb. Sugar. And not to mention when he said no sugar, there's definitely sugar in fruit. That's so, true. Okay, you know. uh, Debbie Donner. <laughs> uh, chapter two, pregame healthy meals. Okay. Unlike some other famous athletes, LeBron sticks to a pretty tame diet before he hits the court. Before competition for me would be like a chicken breast and maybe a little pasta, he told Business Insider. Hmm. The carbs help because you're going out and playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, gotta no, those you, carbs. you gotta carb up. Yeah, LeBron could stick to something lighter before a game too. A salad and some veggies would have me perfectly fine. And before the game, I might have a protein shake and some fruit and I'll be ready to go. Yeah. Okay. All understandable, though not a lot of you know quick burning, uh, near term energy carbs. Right. But uh, but so it goes. Well, here's the important thing. Chapter three. Post game pizza. Oh shit! Yeah. Only when he wins. Only when he wins. Right. When LeBron James wants to indulge in food like pizza, fries, and sandwiches, he holds off. I'll wait for that after the game. He yep. told Business Insider. <laughs> LeBron captioned this photo. this, everyone at home. LeBron James is not consuming pizza immediately before basketball games. I know we're all shocked to hear this. Yeah, go (laughs) figure. Uh, So there's an Instagram photo of a full Blaze pizza and then an empty tray with just some sort of toppings on it. And LeBron captioned the photo, nothing like an at Blaze pizza and included hashtag best pie you could get. Why? He's an investor, franchisee, and paid endorser of the pizza company. <laughs> there you go. In 2016, he posted a photo of his receipt from Blaze Pizza after he built his own, complete with 16 toppings. He threw out grilled chicken, green bell peppers, red onions, fresh basil, to name a few. His order also included an entree salad and a s'more pie. Oh. He goes fucking ham after the games. Yeah. That's pretty great. Wait, ham was one of the toppings? Maybe. Oh, yeah. 16 is pretty much all <laughs> toppings, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Chapter four, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> LeBron has posted several photos referencing Fruity Pebbles and even has a pair of sneaks inspired by his favorite cereal. NBA stars need their sugary cereals, too. <laughs> is that, they have, like, pebble bottoms? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they've just got the uh, color that's... There's yeah. uh, like There's, yeah, there's, there's Fruity Pebbles in the soles, so really it's just... It's a normal pair of sneakers after two or three days. It just crushes and it's gone. Chapter five, occasional indulgences. Oh. After a game, LeBron rehydrates with a combo of water and carbohydrate-rich recovery fluid his personal trainer, Mike Mancius, gives him. His post-game meals are similar to that of pre-game meals, mostly protein and carbs. But LeBron knows how to indulge. Take this surf and turf meal, for example. Lobster tail, filet mignon, spinach risotto. That's what you call eating like a king. Yeah. That's a Saturday night food. That's when and he that's, doesn't have any games. It's be- not necessarily a... It's not like an unhealthy meal, per se. Oh, no. I mean, the steak is going to be high in saturated yeah. fat, but you got you got oh, lobster, that's Don't that's get me shellfish. wrong. The <laughs> only thing they've listed that's been bad for you is Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, Everything else true. has been, like, fine. Even yeah. pizza is like, come on. Yeah. There's still some uh, stuff there. Certainly. in In moderation, it's sure. going to be fine for you. Chapter Four. six. Big holiday dinners. Ooh. Yep. LeBron posted a photo of his Easter dinner uh, with It's Going Down hashtag. NBA stars, they're just like us, filling their place to the brim with holidays. So I'll explain it. Just a big plate of yellow, right? It's like <laughs> looks like roast turkey, yams, macaroni and cheese, um, biscuits, uh, corn. That no ham? No ham. He did not go ham on ham the ham. Ham on Easter is... I mean, that's what we always did in my family. Chapter seven, wine pretty much on the daily. <laughs> if you How follow, Mediterranean of right. Yeah. Right. If you follow LeBron on Insta, you've surely seen him post around wine. Per ESPN, he was uh, the to go-to wine order on the Cavs. I've heard it's good for the heart, LeBron told ESPN. I'm playing the best basketball of my life, and I'm drinking some wine pretty much every day. Good for him. Chapter eight. Advil after the line. <laughs> LeBron captioned this photo, which is a picture of a bunch of wine bottles. Last night was ma- mad real, fresh out of Advil. Jesus, grab the wheel. We hmm. get it, LeBron. I mean, he does know that you you shouldn't like overdose an Advil just because. Oh no. I mean, certainly, I'm a big guy. I always take usually at least the double the prescribed dose and like an over the counter painkiller, but but you know you, you you don't want to take too much of that, right? epilogue his (laughs) wife's red velvet cake almost as bad for you as fruity pebbles yeah lebron has posted several times giving his wife savannah james some love for her red velvet cake this one apparently was the all caps best one to date and it's a picture of a half-eaten cake oh wow yeah so lebron james he's just like us only better just like us and that brings us to another wide world of weird sports. I say it's just like us, but I actually mean it sardonically because it's way better than us. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another episode of Sports 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 Podcast. Uh, but before we go, we'd like to give you our contact information, and I believe one Nat Spigman is here to do it. Hey, guys, I'm social media savvy. All right, you can find us on Facebook if you're old by going to (laughs) facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. While you're there, delete your account. (laughs) Or you can find us on Twitter if you're moderately old by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, hashtag nobody young and cool and is reading this. Or you can find us. all of our back episodes at the Super Cool SoundCloud by going to supercoolsoundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. at SoundCloud.com slash sports number three podcast while you're there. Drop in on some EDM music. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Just me. And just just you, Bill. Not a guys guy. you yeah, just just I'm a the guy's run. guy. You know, I really miss Jordan. I don't. Bye, Joel. <laughs>